0: Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking
1: nerf-herder! Hello, H.E.R.D., it's your H.E.R.D. Mom, Megan. Uh, Welcome to another fantastic episode of the herd main show. Yay! <laughs> what are we talking about today, John?
0: Uh a lot of stuff. Um specific. Yes, everything. All at once. Now, <laughs> um today, uh, I thought it would be fun uh I think in our Tuesday show we got ahead of ourselves and talked about uh or Advertise that we'd be talking about legends, but, uh, that's actually next week. I guess we're too excited for that. Uh, we wanted it to be this week, but this week is actually about all the other star Wars that is in our future. Um, obviously in our near future, we are getting episode nine. Um, but after that, we actually have some clues and we have some confirms of, uh, what's next, uh, from film to TV uh, and such. Uh, and so I thought it would be a good idea to kind of talk about that. We don't know much of it. We know who's directing it and we know kind of what they're popular for, famous for. Um, but really the details are slim. So I figured we could come up with the details. We could theorize and guess and just talk about what we hope for, what we want. Um, of course, none of it's like, you know, hard fashioned facts, uh, but you know, in thinking about what this stuff could be, if, if we could direct it and create it or give our two cents, then, you know, that this is where we'll kind of throw those things against the wall.
1: Yeah. And see if it sticks. Yeah. Like spaghetti.
0: We'll come back to this in a few years and see if we got anything right. Um,
1: Oh boy, that's fun.
0: (laughs) Right. And none of it's going to be right. Absolutely. More than likely. Uh, but, It will be fun to talk about, and hence why it is our show today.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about the future.
0: The future. So the future. The future of Star Wars. Um, We have a few different things uh, to talk about from a few different creators. Um, But I thought the thing to kind of bounce off of first is just the idea of the new stuff. The idea that we we'll be getting something that's not our normal traditional Star Wars that we've been getting for the past 40 years. Um, and so
1: the future of Star Wars, John will silence his phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: eventually I'll remember to silence my phone before the show. Uh, but it's just Rebecca, uh, our number one fan on Twitter.
1: Rebecca, so, we love you.
0: Um. So the future of Star Wars, what, could it possibly look like obviously you know if we're not touching the skywalker saga it'll either be pre-skywalker saga or post skywalker saga Mm -hmm. which excites you most
1: pre like i've told you this so many times before i would love to see an old republic series Mm -hmm. or a trilogy like i want to see freaking darth bane being mm-hmm. rad, doing what he do. <laughs> I want to see, like, in the vein of KOTOR, basically. That's mm-hmm. of the Old Republic, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> I just mom to all of you. But, yeah. Um, I think it's really a bunch of untapped potential that I really want to see.
0: Yeah, I think that's the most exciting thing, because I mean, really post Skywalker Saga, I think that's not going to go explored for a little while because it's just gonna be it's gonna be too soon if they jump right in with that. That's why I kind of feel like we're gonna get that pre content first, that pre saga content. And then when the dust is settled on the sequel trilogy, you know, um then it'll feel a little more natural to kind of dive into that realm. Mm -hmm. Um but it'll also be interesting because if it comes post Skywalker saga, then it means yet again the saga goes unbalanced. Yeah, You know, it's... uh, We could go
1: on and on and on and on and on about balance, but we're not going to get into that today. But
0: either way, I I would always be coming, because that's kind of what I bounce back to in the sequel trilogy as well, is, you know, the whole redemption of Vader seems a little cast aside, and you know, the idea of balance seems... Um, put away yeah. since all of a sudden, you know, the galaxy's in turmoil again and the Skywalker lineage is screwing things up again. Again. So honestly,
1: yeah, take a nap. That's go why to some therapy,
0: <laughs> much needed therapy,
1: much needed. therapy. Um,
0: so for me, I think pre is most exciting anyway, yeah. just for that. My, my brain leans more towards, let's go to something that predates balance discussions and the chosen yeah. one. Uh, or you know, let's even see where the Chosen One stuff came from.
1: Yeah. And like, I'd love to see that prophecy come about. by like, what was it? The Seven Sisters or something? What's the name? They're,
0: I don't know. The the Which ladies? <laughs> the Night Sisters? I don't think they- Something like that. I, they, they don't, they didn't come up with the prophecy.
1: Well, um, color me embarrassed.
0: <laughs> what color is that? Breen. Breen. (laughs) Um, So, but but yeah, that that would be a great story to see or uh, not necessarily a whole trilogy about it, but to see that as part of a predating story, I think would be nice. Yeah. I think I just need a little while to settle before anything comes after the sequel trilogy because it's just going to feel weird. The same way that I think part of why... The Last Jedi, not The Last Jedi, uh, The Force Awakens was so odd to me. The mm-hmm. whole time I watched it the first time I was on edge because it was constantly like, it, it just felt like balance was never attainable in the first place. Like it just, you know, the whole idea of bringing balance, the whole chosen one stuff, it just felt like it undid all of that. Yeah. Um. Only after I kind of just stopped to enjoy Uh, the sequel trilogy for what it is and kind of push away the whole balance discussion. Yeah. Uh, The bigger force picture. Then I started to really enjoy and, and you know, I, and I love the sequel trilogy, Yeah. but I think after this, I don't really look forward to having to go through yet again, the idea of another big conflict Um, or, you know what? That that's even something there is maybe it's not a big conflict. I think I would have more peace with it if it wasn't huge like this, another galactic war. Yeah. Um, because it just feels like just too much repetition there a little bit. Um,
1: I mean, yeah.
0: (laughs) Cause I mean, at least if you go pre saga, then you have the Jedi versus Sith. It's a little different or you have the Jedi, Jedi Mandalorian war, whatever you get. It's not either clones versus droids or empire versus rebellion. It's not, it's not going to feel as normal. Yeah. Uh, it's going to seem much more even keeled, especially Sith versus Jedi and such. It's going to feel a little bit more uh, balanced in the conflict a little bit.
1: Yeah. I'd um, love to see like the beginnings of the Sith. Like what was, what was the straw that broke the camel's back in yeah. that
0: regard? Uh, it'll, it would all be very kind of like a creation fall of uh, Lucifer story. That would be really cool. Um, maybe we get some, you know, unnamed Sith Prime, uh, who started all of it in... <laughs> he
1: turns into a truck. <laughs>
0: um, but he, he kind of starts this whole uh, insurrection kind of thing. That would be cool.
1: That was a good movie. What? Star Trek Insurrection. It was a good movie.
0: Which one was that?
1: Uh, insurrection was the one where... You remember the movie where it's the guys who have their face, like, stretched... They're all on this planet.
0: I only remember Star Trek Nemesis. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's the only good one.
1: I'm strapping you to a chair and I'm gonna make you watch this. Alright, Wrath of
0: Khan. Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan and Nemesis.
1: Wow. That is a jump.
0: They're both fantastic, though. They
1: are both fantastic. And also the reason that I don't like stuff near my ears. (laughs) Uh,
0: Uh, Not both of them, just Khan. Yeah,
1: just Khan. I have this whole thing that John loves to exploit. I cannot handle things going in or around my
0: ears or belly button
1: or belly button. That's because of the matrix though.
0: Yeah. But <laughs> the whole scene in, in con with the, the bugs in the ears. Thing.
1: <laughs> I hate it. I hate so, it so much.
0: Well then, uh, moving on. I think we've kind of already, Yeah. I think we, as much as we're already theorizing of what, what could surround the Skywalker saga, I don't think the next question has much prevalence on us, but Uh, Do you think it'd be weird uh, not having the Skywalkers in Star Wars? Like, not focused on them, not having them central to the story?
1: It'll certainly be a quieter galaxy.
0: (laughs) That's what you said a couple weeks ago, I think.
1: I feel like the galaxy will just be,
0: like, finally some peace and quiet. Well, but see, that, again, goes into it's like, you know, oh, the Skywalkers are done, we can finally breathe. Oh, nope, here comes some other... forced progeny that just, you know, screws things up, you know, yeah. it just feels, it would feel very re- repetitive. I think if we go pre where it's less focused on a singular character or family of characters and much more a group, a, a larger scale of we're focused on the Jedi versus the Sith. It's, you know, I, I feel like when we get so focused in, like, you know, with the sequel trilogy focusing so much in on uh, Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker as these powerhouses, which I'm not saying Ray's not there. I just mean that the got- bad guys are focused on Luke Skywalker. The um, good guys are focused on Kylo Ren as these big powerhouses. Yeah. And, um, you know, of course, Ray's in the middle trying to bring both of them uh, into order. Uh, but it just feels like Anakin Skywalker again, it feels like Luke Skywalker again, where it's just, oh, there's these, these strong dudes that are just kind of, um, directing the events of all of this big war, you know, there's this big war happening, but we're focused on these, these couple of characters. I just feel like if we get bigger than that, that would be nice. Pardon me
1: while I moisturize.
0: (laughs) Piglet, it's not for you. It's lotion. (laughs) Um... But, so overall, do you think it would be weird to walk into a Star Wars movie and not see Skywalkers or anything mention of Skywalkers, or
1: yeah, I mean, I think it'll be weird at first, but I think we'll get used to it like that was that was something that I kind of um struggled with when we started watching Rebels mm-hmm. was like it's not about the Skywalker boys mm-hmm. it's about you know new boy and that was kind of a it was interesting to not have any skywalkers in it at first but you know got used to it darth vader showed up eventually
0: yeah but even then he wasn't i mean he he was great in his appearance but he wasn't essential appearance like
1: but don't tell him that
0: right well i just mean like he was there and then gone. He was, he was there for a specific purpose. He wasn't there for the, uh, he wasn't the purpose. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and I think that's a good example of having similarities to a familiar Star Wars story, but not involving familiar characters.
1: Yeah. Who knows? As heavily. I mean, the next movie could be about like life day, (laughs) the origin of a life day miracle.
0: There you go. (laughs) Where we rescue, uh, the grandpa Wookiee and from his VR habits. Oh dear Lord. Don't um, bring that up. <laughs> I feel like as many comics as I read and as much as I loved solo and rogue one, I honestly don't think it's going to bother me uh, at all Yeah, going into star Wars that doesn't feature the skywalkers. Cause I'm,
1: yeah. I'm I mean, so used to it.
0: I know several comic series that don't depend on the skywalkers to be successful. And, um, you know, having a focus on other characters has succeeded, uh, you know, so I, I don't think that there's a concern that, oh, you take away the Skywalkers, it's just going to all fall apart. And I don't necessarily feel like it's going to be abnormal. Yeah. So I think, I think it would be, I think it's, I'm welcome. Uh, I for one, welcome our non-Skywalker overlords. Um,
1: six substance reference, dude. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, I think, I think it'll be fun. I, I, am looking forward to something different and something new and definitely with what we're going to talk a little bit about in the different trilogies and such ahead of us, uh, it, it gets me more excited, uh, yeah. as much as they're leveraging the theme of new and different. Um, it's exciting.
1: Yeah. It really is star Wars for a new generation.
0: Absolutely. And
1: that's not a bad thing. Not at all. Not at all.
0: So, speaking of for a new generation, um, the first trilogy we're going to talk about, the first future content that we're going to talk about, is from Ryan Johnson. And this is probably the first thing that was announced to be coming in the future. Um, it new was, future. I believe, during, either right before uh, The Last Jedi's theatrical release or during its theatrical release, that um, it was announced um, either way, it was a pretty surprising announcement, but uh, basically, you know, Ryan loved working on Star Wars so much that he was like, I need to write my own Star Wars pitch <laughs> so that I can keep working on this fun thing. Um, and Disney and Lucasfilm liked it. So, um, and Ryan recently confirmed, cause somebody asked Ryan, like, is the trilogy still happening on Twitter? And he confirmed that it is still happening, which nice. I didn't realize that was in question, but um good to good to know that yeah. he's still working on it.
1: Well I think a lot of people were worried after, you know he got a little bit pooped on, on on Twitter for The Last Jedi and how it was received, but like that's a small amount of opinion.
0: Yeah, and and that's that's the thing is I feel like sometimes it's overestimated I'm not. I'm not downplaying his experience and yeah. or anyone's experience uh, in dealing with uh, fan harassment pertaining to Star Wars. I, with Ryan in particular, I think a lot of us, you know, uh, who love Ryan's work and love the Last Jedi, or just enjoy it, or just generally don't hate it, um, we see this huge amassed army of Ryan Johnson haters uh, when which. In-
1: Get a hobby. <laughs> For Pete's sake. Like take a nap.
0: In f- drink some I mean tea. It, it it's really not a huge mass of people. It's not no. anything uh some threatening army. I think that they are very vocal, yes. but uh they're they are definitely the minority. Um They're and- like
1: gungans. Like nobody cares. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh uh Stop. somebody cares somebody cares somebody cares
1: somebody cares positivity and that's
0: and that's that's good if you love gungans then right on dude um
1: to each their own michael but <laughs> uh
0: but uh so i think that i i i, I agree I, I guess that was part of why i was like oh are you still doing this thing um uh, but luckily he is which i'm excited for um star wars in their announcement of it they says uh, for director Ryan Johnson, Star Wars The Last Jedi was just the beginning of his journey in a galaxy far, far away. Lucasfilm is excited to announce that Johnson will create a brand new Star Wars trilogy, the first of which he is also set to write and direct, with long term <laughs> collaborator uh, Ram Bergman uh, on okay. board to produce. Um,
1: That's a cool name.
0: Yeah uh so and he kind of looks like Ryan if Ryan had um oh goodness Danny from Game Grumps hair
1: Dan Avadon
0: the big poofy hair yeah yeah if if Ryan had that if Ryan had that hair then that's what uh Ram looks like um so
1: shout out to Game new, Grumps
0: new new trilogy And so the idea is that he's going to write and direct the first and he's going to write the whole trilogy, write and direct the first, and then there'll be new directors for the subsequent films in the trilogy. Um, From Ryan himself, he said, uh, let's give ourselves a clear blue open sky. Let's say we can set this anywhere and it's not going to be dealing with the characters that were already established let's create a whole new group of folks a whole new set of circumstances and let's create uh, go new places and let's create a mythic beautiful emotional fun Star Wars story over three films that's what he had to say about what in so many words his pitch
1: how can you be angry about that
0: <laughs> exactly like, that's seriously. what obviously that's, that's <laughs> that why it's so
1: much fun that's
0: why I had to include it because I was just like I'm on board. I'm yeah. sold. I will give. I will give you my firstborn cat. Like, come on. No. <laughs> uh, this like, baby's whatever staying. it takes to get this because it sounds wonderful. Um, and yeah. certainly, when you hear Johnson talk about Star Wars, uh, all of it just gets you excited. And you know, I don't know how anyone could necessarily hate the man.
1: Also, both of our cats are spayed. How's that going to happen, John?
0: We'll just find a cat. Just be like, here, Ryan, have a cat.
1: <laughs> what if he's Get, allergic?
0: Have a cat. Give me Star Wars. <laughs>
1: See,
0: Ryan is a cat. He can't be allergic.
1: Okay, hold on. We're going to put the podcast on pause Has- for a minute. Hashtag
0: Ryan Johnson Explain is a cat. Explain
1: to me that last statement, please.
0: <laughs> he's a cat. Have you not seen the signs? Who hmm. else but a cat would wear a lobster sweater? <laughs> Don't put your hand up, Megan.
1: This is an audio medium, so I, I have my hand up, and I'm keeping it up, despite your father's protestations.
0: Just yeah, keep that up the whole show. I dare you. Um, it's still up. No, it's not. You're a Liar. <laughs>
1: <They
0: can't tell. laughs> You're a liar, lying to the herd. Um, so, but yeah, all of all, when that was Ryan's pitch, essentially, in his in his own words and uh, his paraphrased words of. Uh, to Lucasfilm for the trilogy. And obviously it was yeah. good enough to sell them. I don't know how many cats they bought him with, but they, uh, agreed to the trilogy.
1: Someone asked Brian Johnson on Twitter. Do you like cats?
0: <laughs> you could just ask him yourself. He's pretty active on Twitter actually. Um, so what would we like to see in our wildest dreams? Uh, in this story is essentially the question today for the show. It, oh goodness. Pardon me. Um, <laughs> To, to clarify, that wasn't flatulence. She dropped her phone. Um,
1: <laughs> Could have been. <laughs>
0: uh, so, but uh, what what in Ryan Johnson trilogy would you like to see? I mean, Star Wars. <laughs> well, that's the show today, guys. Done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, any specific star or war? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I like the big, bright ones. And I like the ones that go pew-pew.
0: <laughs> well, you're in luck.
1: <laughs> well, um, I mean, like, as I said in the earlier part of the show, I really want to see Old Republic. I think that would be awesome. Um, I'd also kind of like to see um, Early, Early Resistance. Like, that would be... I know we've seen that before, but... I like that concept. I like seeing the beginnings of a, a revolution. That type of thing cuz there's no way that it was going that strong that whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Um, are you talking now are you talking sequel trilogy resistance or original trilogy rebellion? What are you?
1: I'm talking about rebellion.
0: Sorry. Okay.
1: Pardon uh, me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I mean, I could see that being. The thing is I couldn't imagine that Avoiding new characters, yeah, and being and, and being a whole trilogy. Now, Old Republic could easily be a trilogy. It could e- it could easily be more than that, yeah, and definitely could involve new characters. Now, this is where it gets tricky. Of does it mean new to canon, new to general audience, or does it mean new entirely? Meaning, maybe we don't get Bane, we don't get Revan, we don't get malik we don't get Bastila we don't get Kotor, uh necessarily we get completely new, um, then it becomes way more difficult to imagine. But I think regardless, Old Republic would be great and I think that I think Ryan could tell that story. Yeah. I think he could visually convey that and and create some sort of interesting conflict uh for, for it to center around. Um I want to say somewhere I had heard somebody had said something that it it seemed like they were referencing it was to do with the Re- old Republic or at least pre uh, Skywalker saga, but I don't know if that was ever confirmed. Confirmed, yeah. Um, but I definitely I hope that when they say new, it means. Like new to us, or like new to general audience, new to canon, because I'd love to see Revan's story done in a much more cohesive and down-to-earth way, rather than in a game way. Because I mean, it was it was created and written for a game, so of course it feels like that. But yeah, to get it in a much more cinematic style, um, I think that's a great story to tell. Or you know, uh, again the. Jedi Sith war would be great getting Darth Malgus um, and the sack of the Jedi temple that like, if you haven't seen the cinematics for KOTOR uh, there, the Sith invade the Jedi temple that alone show that to Disney and let's make that movie.
1: Yeah. Like, (laughs) Like I would love a Sith centric movie.
0: And see, that's something interesting to think about is, does it have to be centered on the good guys?
1: I mean, and I've said this in conversation before, like, history is written by the winners. Mm -hmm. I mean, we see that all over the place. I kind of would love to see the other side of the story. Mm -hmm. Like, show me why the Sith became the Sith. Show me why Dooku defected from the Jedi Order. Mm -hmm. Like, don't just... Tell me, oh, this one time in this one comic book, that's probably not canon. Uh this happened. Like show me. Mm-hmm. Make it canon, dead gummit <laughs> Ryan Johnson, get him on the horn.
0: I'm sure Ryan would make all the Star Wars if he could. Yeah.
1: Me
0: um too. <laughs> I do you think it's too different to have maybe a Sith-centric story that they maybe it's and I know Ryan's the king of of new and different and uh, subverted expectations. But do you think he could hand look, do you think he could write a Sith centric story that the general audience could buy into?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think he did a great job with kind of Kylo's struggle in the last Jedi. I think, I think he could do it well.
0: I feel like it would be good if it, fit, if it centered around Darth Bane. Um, yeah, I feel like he's one of, I, well, and again, the Revan is a good story of light and dark. Um, much of which is spent on the dark side. Um, I, but I, th- I think Bane would be an easy story to tell. Cause in the story of the Sith, he's the goodest guy. Like he's, He's the best guy. Not to say that he's not a Sith in any way or anything. It's just that in the Sith stories, like he's the hero uh, because he's the one that saved the Sith from self-extinction. Um, you know, so I could see a story of him centering around him being successful. Yeah. Um, it would definitely be very interesting. It, I mean, because it's not like quite like, Deadpool can succeed because anti-hero. Yes. He's not really playing either side, and that's what makes him fun and lovable. But, You're neutral. you know, usually when things center around the bad guy, you don't get a whole trilogy of it. it. Like, you know, it'd be a very interesting story to see unfold if that really does become kind of the focus. That I mean, I would love that one. I think that's why so many people were into the story of Battlefront 2, because it was advertised as, you know, step into... The Empire, be the Empire, be the bad guy. Yeah. Eventually you switch sides, spoiler alert, but...
1: You know what would be interesting is to have, like, kind of, like, in the bane of aftermath, what happened after, like, the in-between of the Empire's fall and, you know, the rise of the New Resistance.
0: Like, as a story to tell in general?
1: Yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah. I'd watch that movie
0: or t v so because that kind of sounds like um John Favreau's realm and neighborhood um
1: I'd love to live in John Favreau's neighborhood.
0: <laughs> we couldn't afford that, no, but um
1: just like live in happy's house, <laughs> just chill <laughs> with him and Tony Stark. I'm
0: sure he's very happy um but we'll talk about that particular corner in a little bit um. So it'd be interesting, though, guys, to hear from you what you guys think uh, of Ryan Johnson's um, trilogy. What what would you guys like to see? What are you hoping um, it'll be about? Do you see it set after Skywalker's, before Skywalker's? What?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, what What's your would favorite you like? color? That's also a question. <laughs> um, the other thing is about when we'll get this. Yeah. Um
1: <laughs> it well we kind of waited a little while between films the first time around.
0: Yeah, I don't think we're going to I don't think they're going to put us on hold that long. A lot of people reference um I believe it was Kathleen Kennedy that said it in some interview where essentially she said, you know, um that you know, this will be this generation's Star Wars and then it's shelved and then In a few years, 10 years or so, we'll come out with another star. Like, basically creating or adding to Star Wars for every generation. At this point...
1: I don't want to wait that long. Yeah.
0: As much as they've announced and promised, I don't think they would announce two trilogies in a TV series and be like, oh, and then we're going to take a 10-year hiatus.
1: Kathleen, I'm not a patient woman.
0: (laughs) No no Star Wars fan is very patient. No. Um, So I don't think it's going to be that much of a wait. We have a little over a year until nine. Yeah. Um, it was recently announced on Twitter that Ryan is working on a film, I believe called knives out, which is some kind of crime thriller, uh, starring Daniel Craig.
1: Is that like Suns out guns out?
0: I don't know. It's some, um, there's not a whole lot of details about it. It, it, but it's, it was just put out to Twitter, um, on Tuesday and uh, at first, when I saw Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig, I was like, oh my gosh, Star Wars news. But, uh, <laughs> He's playing Thrawn. Apparently, uh, Ryan has other work other than Star Wars. Yeah. I was so surprised. Um, <laughs> but so that was announced. And if that's the case, all right, we have a year and a half until nine. I'd say another year after that. Something like that. So, like, two and a half years from now, we can probably expect to see Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Which means we should, within the next year, get some more information on it, hopefully. Um, but I'm thinking, like, 2020.
1: Star Wars 2020.
0: Yeah. Got my think- vote. I'm thinking that that's probably the soonest we could expect to see that, um, depending on how long his... New, this newly announced film of his yeah. uh, takes to do, but it it seems that the way it's announced he's doing that and then he'll be coming into Star Wars.
1: Have you heard the new theory that like because Y2K didn't happen in the year 2000 that it'll happen in 2020? Something like that?
0: I have not. Um, <laughs> I don't give it much uh, merit.
1: <laughs> it's like it, it's one of those people ones. keep
0: people are obsessed with the apocalypse man like,
1: seriously uh it
0: like, didn't
1: it didn't happen in 2012
0: didn't happen in 2000 didn't
1: happen in 2000
0: like it, it it won't happen till it happens and you're not gonna know no
1: uh like a thief in the night
0: i i just thought of uh
1: hellfire and brimstone
0: <laughs> i just thought for some reason uh of anastasia you know, in the dark of the night, evil will find her.
1: Find her!
0: <laughs> we love that movie. If you haven't seen that movie, check it out. Um,
1: Watch Talk the Magnificent. That's also a great movie. I'll
0: give her a kick
1: and a hi-ya
0: and a hoo-ha! Um, oh, I love but that on that note, I believe we've kind of covered all there is for Ryan Johnson. But again, let us know what you think. When do you think we'll get it? Five years, 10 years, 20 years? Uh, and what do you think we'll get? Uh, interested to see what some of you guys have to think about it. It's
1: been 89 years.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Rose. So then, next up, uh, we have another trilogy of films uh, out and announced a few months after, or maybe not even that long, maybe a month or so after uh, the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Enough that they had to specify it was not in accordance with that trilogy. Yeah. Um, but it's coming from David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, which if those names don't sound familiar. Uh, they are the creators, directors of the game of Thrones, HBO series. Um, and
1: which in and of itself should excite
0: everyone and already give you pictures of what, uh, their star Wars helms trilogy could look like.
1: Are you done? <laughs> keep talking you're you're (laughs) here for your musical talent today (laughs)
0: okay (laughs) um so pertaining to the trilogy uh starwars.com had this to say they say david benioff and db weiss are going to uh going from winterfell to A Galaxy Far, Far Away. It was announced that Mm -hmm. Benioff and Weiss, creators of the smash-hit Emmy Award-winning television series Game of Thrones, will write and produce a new series of Star Wars films. These new films will be separate from both the episodic uh, Skywalker saga saga and the trilogy being developed by Ryan Johnson. So again, they had to specify, this isn't the same group of films. This is totally different. Um, So... It was quite on the heels of the Ryan Johnson trilogy.
1: You know what just occurred to me for some reason? You know who would be great in a Star Wars movie? Sean Bean. Yes. (laughs) But also... (laughs) Chris Pratt. Like, I'd like to see him in a Star Wars movie. Maybe. But reach out to us on Twitter.
0: (laughs) Who? Chris Pratt? Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Pratt. Um, I come to you, a humble chimney sweep.
0: Please. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm still not the biggest uh, Chris Pratt fan. Um, What's I do. Your favorite Chris? Chris Evans. Smart man. <laughs> um, I I do like the guy. I've liked Guardians of the Galaxy. Jurassic World was okay. Uh, I just I haven't seen anything of his yet that's made me be you know, want him in the galaxy. Uh, not that his appearance in the galaxy of far far away depends on my wanting it, but he it just nothing jumps out to me of how he could fit. Like certain actors like Nathan Fillion I see as some, you know, arrogant smart smart mouth smart <laughs> smart smart uh, smart mouthed uh kind of uh gunslinger in the galaxy. Aww. Um uh-huh. I would love to see Sam Worthington uh, show up as some Sith or some bad guy kind of thing. Um, so uh, certain certain actors I can see in certain things, like uh, even um, Benedict Cumberbatch as some, you know, Sith wizard or something yeah, like that. He
1: could be immune. <laughs> yeah. He the, almost
0: looks like one.
1: <laughs> he's got a head for it.
0: Um, Sorry, Ben. It's a compliment, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chris Pratt, I just... I don't know. Mm, maybe. Don't know. Sure. Maybe
1: Chris Pine?
0: Uh, Sean Bean, though.
1: Sean Bean. He hasn't
0: died in the Star Wars Mr. galaxy Beanie. yet. Mr. Beanie! So, uh,
1: he... Mr. He's,
0: Bean. He's died in everything else he showed up in, so... Rowan
1: Atkinson, showing up.
0: Oh, no. No. Not in Star Wars. He's done lo- serious
1: roles before.
0: Yeah, I like the dude, but... I don't know. <laughs> he um, shows up none Black of this ever. pertains to the Benioff and Weiss trilogy, though. Yeah. Um... So Game of Thrones directors writing for a series of Star Wars films. That's the interesting a series of Star Wars films. A series of Star Wars films. Yeah. Not a trilogy. A series. A series of Star just, Wars films.
1: All of a sudden Jason Momoa coming out on a horse like alien, just slashing down people left and right with a lightsaber, maybe.
0: I, I don't know. It's just uh it's interesting they don't specify Trilogy, I guess that, I don't know if that's an open door of maybe it's two, maybe it's five, or maybe they're just like, maybe the first one sucks and we just say it was a series <laughs> of one. <laughs> um, series
1: of one. That's my first album.
0: But it, it's just, it's interesting that they didn't specify trilogy, but in this series of films written by the Game of Thrones creator, or well, not creators, but directors, they created the the show, which in and of itself is spectacular. But what what do you think would be their creation? What would you like, or what would you hope for, given their track record and history and talent?
1: I think they could do Mandalorians well.
0: Thanks for stealing my idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, it was a gateway, John. Take the lead. <laughs> go through the door.
0: I, yes, I absolutely agree. I think... Um, Alex Damon on uh, Star Wars Explained actually first mentioned this, and ever since, I've just been sold, ever since, I cannot stop thinking about this.
1: Thanks, Alan. You're Alex.
0: <laughs> Alan, Alex. Um,
1: you make a delightful slave Leia up there.
0: <laughs> yes, that was so funny. It was. It was uh, I don't funny. begin to think that Star Wars Explained listens to our podcast, but if they do, uh, love your show and love your Leia Mankini. Um Ew. Uh, but Mandal yeah Mandalorians fit very similarly into this sort of Westeros world, a Game of Thronesy world. You've got your clans, you've got your you know kind of combat for the throne kind of stuff. Um, it just depends, you know. Do you think they would go very similar to their style, or do you think they would go very different?
1: I don't know. I think they would stick with what they're good at, maybe.
0: I mean, I guess it depends on what Lucasfilm poached them for. If they poached them for their style, then
1: They poached them for eggs.
0: <laughs> uh if they po- poach poaching like, like animals. Right? Oh gotcha. Yeah. They're like, mad. <laughs> they hunted them down and and shot them with a net gun and said, <laughs> make me a Star Wars. <laughs> um I, I mean, if we're going very similar style, then Mandalorians definitely. If they're going very different, it could be really much anything. Um, but I think definitely seeing uh, older Mandalorians, kind of Mandalorian Civil War maybe. I would like that, especially if Ryans turns out to be Old Republic. That's going to feature a lot of lightsabers, a lot of Jedi Sith. Yeah, I would love where it's just, Mandalorians. It's just the seedy underbelly of the galaxy. It's not Jedi stuff or Forcey stuff. It's just normal bad dudes
1: could be like scum and villainy, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and and the thing is, that's very much anti-hero territory. Is like, regardless of who wins, they're still Mandalorians. They're still not the good guys. Yeah, but
1: give me some Boba Fett action. Well, Django Fett action.
0: Yes, that would be great. But technically, supposedly, he's not Mandalorian in canon. Uh, but Whatever. perhaps this could rectify things. Um, that would definitely put it closer to the Skywalker saga, though. But yeah. I think, regardless, yeah, Mandalorians, the idea of a, a, a series of films dedicated to the Death Watch versus True Crusaders kind of uh, battle would be great um I have a cat sitting which again if you guys haven't read Jango Fett open seasons uh, a lot of that <clears throat> kind of civil war stuff shows up there um and that's the kind of stuff I'm looking for that Mandalorian on Mandalorian kind of action uh it just would be it'd be really that's
1: where Mandalorian's come from
0: <laughs> rude uh i i just think that would be an interesting story to tell yeah. And it'd be nice to get that fleshed out in canon. Because we, we know a bit of that from Legends, but not really anything canon as of yet. Yeah. So, and it'd be a great way to explore new characters, really.
1: Yeah. Give us some new peoples. hmm
0: I could much easier... Easier... My brain broke for a second. Much easier. Much easier see. <laughs> Uh, I
1: could see much easier.
0: I, could, I can see <laughs> uh, <laughs> new characters being in the Mandalorian saga much easier than I could see new characters in an Old Republic saga. Like, I don't know. I feel like creating the sequel trilogy that rewrote a lot of the post-Return of the Jedi storylines was edgy enough. I yeah. feel like if they completely redo Old Republic, they're going to have a much... More violent revolt. At the end of the day, it'll be what it be. It'll be Star Wars. It will be what is... I'm so eloquent. (laughs)
1: John Wayne, 2018. It'll be what it be. That's all it'd be.
0: I I just mean, like... You can get ticked off with it, but it's not going to change that that's Star Wars now. Yeah. You know, go play the KOTOR game if you really want to. If that's your idea of Old Republic, that's fine. But... You know
1: go play Yeah. Kort- go- <laughs>
0: now who's eloquent
1: go play kotor anyway
0: um yeah and and get get an idea for why we're so eager for yeah that story if you haven't already
1: by the way um I might be doing some kotor streams coming up soon
0: so we can see your wonderful wonderful skill
1: my terrible and... <laughs> terrible games. I was trying
0: to sell you up now you're just you're being accurate
1: I don't want to like I don't want to give you guys false hope. She's jokes. amazing. I'm awful. <laughs> I like video games. I'm the video game boy. I'm the one who wins. No. I, I'm bad at video games, but I enjoy playing them.
0: As long so, as you enjoy it.
1: Yeah. As okay. long as you
0: enjoy your multiple digital deaths.
1: Yeah. I'll probably post on Twitter when I'm going to do a stream. So come chat with me watch me play a game. Badly. Yeah.
0: And more than likely those will end up on our Patreon page afterwards, yeah. um, for checking out if you're interested and maybe that's how you get into it. Maybe watching us play, uh, a little bit will, uh, encourage you to then go do it yourself. See how much fun we're having dying, uh, repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can see new characters for Mando's much easier than old Republic.
1: Mandos.
0: Uh, what?
1: I know. It's just like, for some reason, my brain went
0: mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> Mango Mando.
1: That's, that's it.
0: That, no character.
1: <laughs> Ryan Johnson, check in the mail. No, uh, wait. Uh,
0: if if we can, uh, it's Benny Offenweiss.
1: Benny Offenweiss.
0: If Ryan Johnson can name a Porg, we can name a Mando. <laughs> Which, shout Mando. out to Tatooine Sons for that one. But, um, yeah, so, yet again, um, not a lot of details, but, what do you guys think? What do you think the Game of Thrones directors uh, are going to come up with and give us uh, for Star Wars? What would you like to see from them? Yet another round of interesting answers we hope to get on uh, on Twitter.
1: I walk a lonely road, the only road that I have ever known. Talking about standalones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that's a, that is a great transition. You're and, welcome. Um, so much talent. Much good. Um
1: doing myself a heck in concern.
0: <laughs> the Star Wars standalone films. So with these, I included this because originally we were supposed to get three. We were going to get Episode 7 standalone, Episode 8 standalone, Episode 9 standalone.
1: Yes.
0: We've gotten two of the three standalones. We've gotten Rogue One. Fantastic. We've gotten Solo. Fantastic. But the long rumored often argued which it would be uh final standalone uh we are not necessarily getting yet question mark
1: we'll see
0: um it was announced that the standalone film and future standalones would be put on hold for a focus on episode 9 for ending the saga uh, on the right foot. Um, and a lot of people have taken that as, oh, Solo sucked, so they're pulling back, they're canceling standalones, they're, you know, uh, you know backpedaling on it. Um, I do think maybe it caused them a little bit to rethink their strategy for standalones, but I don't think it caused them to question whether or not standalones have a place in Star Wars. I think Kathleen Quinnity... Quinity, Kathleen Kennedy uh, talked about it. And if I had thought of it, I would have found exactly the quote. um, (coughs) Pardon me. Bless you uh, (laughs) to include in here. But she talks about that, you know, they haven't given up on these. There, there's definitely a place for stories that they want to tell. uh, But right now the story they want to tell is episode nine and they want to do that well. So uh, that's where their focus is going. Uh, More or less paraphrased, of course, uh, So I I do think that, again, maybe Solo made them kind of think, maybe we need to be more intentional. Maybe we need to rethink how we market these and when we put these out. But I don't think it means that they're not coming.
1: Yeah. I think they're just like taking a step back and reassessing.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, is perfectly fine when, you know, when something doesn't perform as well financially. Uh... According to fan review, for most people I talk about, Solo was amazing, and from our perspective, Solo was great. Yeah. So
1: it was a fun movie.
0: It didn't make as much money as it should have, and I think that was due to when it was released. I think that was due to how it was marketed. I think that was due to how frequent or how quickly uh, following the Last Jedi it came out. I think there was multiple things external to the film itself. Uh, that caused that. And I think those are some of the things that Lucasfilm is considering in future endeavors regarding standalone films. Yeah. Um, But so what we were supposedly going to get, according to the interwebs was either an Obi-Wan movie or a Boba Fett movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Neither were confirmed. Uh, Everybody was up in arms. Like we're not getting our Obi-Wan movie. We didn't know we were getting it yet at all. So, Are we really losing anything if we didn't know we had anything to begin with? We just knew there was another movie. And so many people are after Obi-Wan. I'm one of few that are kind of on the fence for a Boba Fett movie, surprisingly. Um, which, Which would you rather? Which would you, if you could say now, the next Star Wars standalone movie is, which would you pick?
1: Bounty Hunters. I like bounty hunters.
0: I was thinking that the other two, but that, yeah. Okay. So, um, I, I can agree. I think that would be much better than a Boba Fett movie. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm looking at it from the perspective of, all right, who are our actors? Like who, who's our guy? If it's set following return of the Jedi, which I would much rather because that's an unexplored realm of stories right now. Um, you know, you've got Boba Fett escaping the Sarlacc, then it would involve Tamara Morrison. Boba yes. Fett's older at that point. He's 30 years old or so. So by that point, I think he could only be played by a grizzled Tamara Morrison in a very Logan style.
1: Well, Which, that?
0: Fun fact, uh, the director for Logan, for some reason, at one point or another, was rumored to be directing the Boba Fett film as if it was happening. And he went on to Twitter to, pretty quickly say, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, would have been nice though, because I've long said that if I did get, uh, my wish of a Boba Fett movie, I'd want a very Logan style kind of passing of the torch, very old and battered kind of, you know, not as young and spry as he used to be kind of Boba Fett story.
1: Yeah. That movie was good.
0: Yeah. Very good movie. So I I could only imagine what it'd be like with Boba Fett. Um, But, but then, okay, if we do a younger aged, obviously, than Daniel Logan, um, which could fit, I I don't think he's grown to look much like Tamar Morrison, and so that would always kind of bug me a little bit, but he's... John,
1: I hate to tell you this, but he's not actually a clone.
0: What? (laughs) (laughs) No, duh. Uh... But that, but that's exactly why I say is it's like it would either need to be Tomorrow Morrison or it would be Daniel Logan, but he would be m- quite younger. Yes, like he would be mid twenty. Uh, Boba Fett, but mm-hmm. again, that sets it around the events of uh, Episode Four, which we've gotten Solo, we've gotten Rogue One. I'm tired of that section of the galaxy. Um, I'd much rather. A post Return of the Jedi escaped from the Sarlacc Boba story. If we, if we got a Boba story, yeah. Um, Pardon me. But I I do prefer the idea of let's get a gang of bounty hunters. Yeah. Uh, let's let's explore. You know, maybe. And the thing is, if we do Boba Fett in his prime, he never has to take off his helmet. He could be voiced by Tamora Morrison and body doubled for somebody else. Yeah. Ray Park. <laughs> too short. Yeah.
1: Don't tell him that.
0: Because Boba Fett is like six something. I think Ray Park is, he's under six. He'd be he'd be a tad too short.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor baby.
0: But what would be cool is, all right, maybe it'd be interesting if, and I, I know I just said, avoid the episode four realm of storytelling. But if we do get a, a in his prime Boba Fett, it'd be cool if we saw like a poster of young Han with, It'd be another great cameo of Alden as as Han, you know, kind of just as that'd be the kind of the end. So Han's story ends with him getting advice about a job with Jabba on Tatooine, and Boba Fett's film ends with him getting uh, the uh, bounty for Han Solo. Be interesting, be a cute yeah. cute little connection.
1: Yeah, it would be cute. Like I'd love to see. I love Bounty Hunters. Yes. I've said that before, but I think I think it would be good to get at least something.
0: Yeah. And it, who would you have show up?
1: Greedo. Uh, for Laman Zuckus. Dengar.
0: So basically the classics.
1: IG-88. Obviously. And Boba.
0: I, w- I would like IG-88. Definitely. definitely. Oh my goodness. Um Give me my boy. I'd like Dingar, Greedo, Boba would be nice, um, and then maybe a couple of new guys. I would like yeah. some new faces, because somebody's got to die. <laughs> um, so
1: Here, if it like sweetens the pot at all, I'm getting a tattoo of IG-88 at some point, mm-hmm. if that's what it takes to get him in a movie.
0: <laughs> if Megan gets a tattoo, it has to happen, guys.
1: Yep, there you go. I'm going to um, tattoo it on my body. Make it happen, IG-88 Kathleen. IG-88 will be in the new movies. <laughs> um,
0: But, yeah, the idea of Bounty Hunters as a game seems much more appealing than yeah. just a Boba Fett movie. Because, again, how are you going to make him the lead? Unless you do a very Logan style where not necessarily saving the world or anything, you know, kind of semi-anti-hero story. Um, I don't think there's any other way for it to kind of succeed, but I don't know. Uh, honestly, I'd been more excited about the idea of a Jango Fett film more than a Boba Fett film. True. Again, I'm just obsessed with getting Jango Fett's story out there. So, and Daniel Logan could easily play a younger Jango. Like that would be great. Um, I don't want an Obi-Wan movie. No. I, I don't see what it would be about, honestly. Uh, Ewan's too old to play a younger version of himself as Obi-Wan, believably. And, I mean, what's he going to do on Tatooine? Just roast marshmallows? People are like, you know, he could go, you know, Vader has to show up.
1: No. But
0: how's that work? Like, if Obi-Wan just leaves his hut to go fight Vader, fails, and then goes back to his hut, like, how does that make sense? It's just... I just don't get the fascination with a uh, pre-episode four Obi Wan story. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not necessarily if you if that's something you want and enjoy like theorizing about. I don't want to discourage you from that. It's just that I don't. It does not appeal to me at all, especially not for a, a hundred and twenty minute film. Yeah. Like I just I I couldn't fathom what. Obi-Wan would do for that long. We'd watch him go to the market and buy some grapes and, you know, fight off some sand people. And I mean, but what's, what's the story? What's the real story? I just, I think we've gotten enough from comics and and whatnot, and maybe we get a little one-off book or something, but definitely I don't think there's much worth telling of, of his story otherwise.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, I think, (sighs) I don't know. I think the little scene that we got in Rebels was enough to say, like, you know, this is what I'm doing. I'm just hanging out in the desert, you know, just trying out in the and,
0: and that in and of itself took away the one other possibility of a climax or a, a antagonist that um, he could have. Yeah. Darth Maul's dead, so. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Oh I my didn't goodness. know that, John. <laughs> How did you not know that?
1: Because I haven't watched the Clone Wars.
0: It's not in the Clone Wars. It's in Rebels.
1: I haven't watched all of Rebels, Oh my gummit. goodness,
0: you just referenced the scene.
1: I did, but I didn't know how to it
0: Oh my goodness, you are so I've innocent. only ever seen clips. Um, I'm
1: going to yeah. punch you in the face. Oh
0: my goodness, you knew he had to die at some point.
1: I didn't want to know.
0: <laughs> well, he did. He died. That means Obi-Wan has no other antagonist except Vader and he can't just go on a hunt for Vader. Like it just, it defeats the purposes of episode four. You know, it just, Mm. I I just don't get it.
1: Mm
0: -mm. Um, any other ideas for standalones you can think of? Uh, you know, anything else in the realms you'd like to see as a star Wars story?
1: Boffins. I want to see a bunch of puppy guys just running around getting some Death Star plans.
0: And dying. And dying. All of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's such a meme now.
1: It is. Uh, many Bothans died to get you this information.
0: My favorite one is Akbar. Like, in in a funny comic of that scene where she's like, many Bothans died to bring this information. And he's like, that's the last time I send Bothans to do anything. I sent them for a cup of coffee last week. All dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, that could be, I mean, a lot of people theorized maybe that's rogue two. Like that's the sequel to rogue one where that that's the other <laughs> story. Uh, I hope it wouldn't be silly, t- silly uh, as silly of a title as that, but I mean, it could be a fun little espionage story, little secret yeah. spy story.
1: Many buttons.
0: Yes. Too many cooks. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see exactly how many, uh, count the bodies. How? Let's let's get a kill count. Okay,
1: like we could get. How, so one is a, a single. Two is a
0: one is one.
1: One, is, shut up. <laughs> Two is like a duo, trio. How many is a many?
0: More than twelve.
1: <laughs> so many
0: bodies. Like if Mon Mothma's gonna be like, dude. This was serious. Do you know how many people died for this? I feel like it's got to be significant. Like six. Twelve.
1: It's just like, imagine 12 human sized dog people just running around. Like, arr, 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 arr. Death star
0: giving <laughs> <Human laughs>
1: plans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, based on the events of uh, rogue one, we, we see how many bodies it takes to get information from the empire. So, Oh boy. Um, I do think, I, I think stuff like that would be the most successful standalones because I think that's what was so great about Rogue One is that it was about a ragtag group of characters and heroes that we don't know. Um, you know, it's just very front lines, trench, w- trenchy warfare kind of stuff.
1: Rogue One was awesome.
0: It was. It was near perfect. And I mean, we, we talk a lot about this war and that war, but we don't really get to see the trenches much. And I think that's what's so great about Clone Wars too is you see the thicket of the front lines yeah. and rogue one was really the first glimpse we got at the front lines apart from what our heroes show us. And so I think definitely there's room for stories like the boffins and just anything that puts us on the front lines with the rebellion or the resistance and such.
1: Give us a movie about radar technician what's his name?
0: Matt. Radar Matt the techni- Radar Technician. Matt
1: the Radar Technician.
0: A Star Wars story. <laughs> a
1: Star
0: Wars story. I heard Kylo Ren is ripped, guys. <laughs> I love that. If you uh if you haven't seen, look up SNL's uh Matt the Radar Technician. It's a wonderful SNL parody of Star Wars uh featuring uh Adam Driver himself as Kylo Ren as Matt. So it's wonderful. It's still like I watch it every now and then just to cheer myself up. It works. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun, and and the best part is, is like Adam is taking it so seriously.
1: He he's he, such a good actor.
0: Oh, uh, he's so, and it just seems like just such a fun guy. Um, any any other standalone ideas? Anything out there? Not really. Yeah i I don't think we. So I guess the other question is then. If they do make a comeback with standalones, how do you think, do you think it'll go back to that every other year? Like we get a trilogy film and then a standalone and then a trilogy film and then a standalone or do yeah. you think they'll sparse it out maybe more?
1: Well, if we get like, we have been getting like sequel, prequel, sequel with standalones mixed in
0: trilogy. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So like seven, Rogue One, eight, Solo.
1: Yeah, style. something like that. Yeah,
0: that alternating. I, a lot of people think that's too much. I think it's okay. I, I'm fine yeah. with one a year. I mean, as much as I love Star Wars, I can only hold my patience for about a year. So episode nine is killing me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But, I mean, it's one of those things. If you get to a point of Star Wars fatigue, then just wait for it to come on Redbox or DVD and get it then. You don't have to go see it in theaters. Yeah. Or you don't have to get this one. I I just I feel like the company's gonna do what they want to do anyway. But I think the best bet is probably alternating years of main film, standalone, main film, standalone.
1: Yeah.
0: Um but hopefully we do get standalones back. Again, I loved we loved Rogue One and in Solo, so hopefully they do come back and we get more great stories like that one. Um but uh let us know what you guys think. What, what would be your standalone film? Uh, it could be Padme Amidala standalone film. It could be uh, Gonk Droid, the standalone film. You know, wh- whatever floats your boat. Uh, but uh, let us know what you think, what you'd like to see. Um, do you even think that standalones will come back?
1: You know what floats my boat? Water. Water.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As does most. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think. So our last little bitty of future content is uh, now a breakaway from film. So we've had two trilogies. We've talked about standalones. Now we're talking TV or streaming service, really. Television. Uh, John Favreau, uh, who played Rio Durant in Solo, who played Pre Vizsla in The Clone Wars, who was happy in Iron Man. And also, wasn't he the director for iron the iron man movies
1: for the first one yeah for the
0: first one okay he
1: did the first one and the second one i think um something like that
0: yeah i, I remember he was involved yeah. heavily
1: also the movie chef
0: yeah great, great movie. movie yeah and he like directed and acted i think
1: he wrote it he directed and he acted in it
0: great movie
1: such a good movie let so, john favreau do more stuff
0: yes uh a clap and a half for you sir <laughs> uh we we now owe Matt Pat and Game Three fifty five dollars and ninety nine cents. Um <laughs> uh,
1: I'm gonna give you half a B B and J at the high five. <laughs> <Let's>
0: <laughs> Another <up>. reference. Um <laughs> but such a talented dude, uh such a great dude to have involved with Star Wars, and he they've given him a show. So not like the John Favreau show, it's not his show, but it's his show to write and direct. Yeah. Um, and it's for the Disney direct to streaming service, much like Clone Wars is going to be for the Disney Netflix. This is going to be, uh, the Star Wars live action show of the Disney Netflix. I'm cool with it. Um, it's interesting. I, I've come to know and love animated Star Wars shows so much that it's kind of weird to think about it as a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be. It's going to be really interesting. Um, the official announcement for it said, Lucasfilm is excited to announce that Emmy-nominated producer and actor John Favreau has signed on to executive produce and write a live-action Star Wars series for Disney's new direct-to-consumer platform. Uh, really, the only thing we know about it is that it's set after the events of Return of the Jedi. So this is like what you were talking about earlier of the kind of aftermath era of Star Wars, um, where, you know, how's the galaxy rebuilding? What's happening after all of the dust settles of the Galactic Civil War? Um, Lots of interesting ways that this could go. Uh, And I'm thankful because, as I've mentioned, I'm, I'm tired of everything being choked around between episode three and four. Uh, That's such an overproduced area of Star Wars content that I'm very glad we're finally getting uh, this area explored a little more. Uh, We did have the Aftermath uh, books. Um, We did have Battlefront 2, but it seemed like for a very long time we were choked into one area of Star Wars. Now we're getting this. Of course, we're getting prequel content with like the comics and books, so it does seem like Lucasfilm is exploring a little bit more, which I'm very thankful for.
1: Yeah. If only we could get like other companies to do that Bethesda.
0: I don't know what that's in reference to, but she seems mad. It's
1: it's elder scrolls time. baby. (laughs) Like, okay. There you go. Give me, okay. I'm sick of playing Skyrim. I'm not. But I am. (laughs) I'm sick of buying Skyrim every few years.
0: To keep up with the new platform.
1: Exactly. We've redesigned
0: it again. I've
1: bought it like Now with 30% more horse. 22% more horse. There you go. 65% more vertical horse. (laughs) Hi, Hrothgar. Here I come. Um, But yeah, I'm like sick of playing Skyrim. Give me Valenwood. Give me... The Shivering Isles again. That was great. Okay, I'm done.
0: <laughs> but But that's exactly how I feel with Star Wars. So much is choked around a certain area of Star Wars, so <laughs> I'm glad we're getting new stuff.
1: We're going back to Tatooine! No, Yay. no more
0: Tatooine. Why does everyone go, want to go back to Jakku? No more sand! Um, so, uh, post-Return of the Jedi... There was a big rumor recently that this was supposed to center around Mandalorians or feature them heavily. Um,
1: Give us some Mandalorians. For Pete's sake. My
0: thing is, like, it would just seem really weird. Like, because Mandalorians show up in Rebels. And then don't show up again. hmm And then all the dust settles of the Galactic War and all of a sudden the Mandalorians are back. Ta-da!
1: Uh, they pop out of holes in the ground.
0: It just it seems so just odd. Like again, going back to someone who just gushed over the idea of having a Mandalorian series of films, this though, just seems like not the right period for them. Yeah. Um, I think this is much better served to be maybe the start of the new Republic. Maybe we see the buildings of it. Maybe we see some, uh, espionage and, you know, backstabbing of, uh, political senators trying to, Gain power as the new chancellor, take over. Maybe we get some uh, Vice Admiral Ray Sloan action of you know leading the Empire into the uh, unknown regions. Maybe we get some beginnings of Project Project Resurrection. So many potential things um, other than oddly placed Mandalorians.
1: <laughs> oddly placed Mandalorians. I love that concept. Just like <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just a, That's just a. A tag on Instagram. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you open the door to your bathroom and Tamar Morrison's just staring at you. Just like, <laughs> dun,
0: dun, dun! <laughs> uh,
1: Ugh.
0: Yeah. And, um, so
1: many tangents. I'm sorry. I'm so tired.
0: Yeah, that's what happens. It's It's been a, a series of rambly uh, podcasts this week. Um, is there anything specific, like, and you kind of touched on this with the aftermath? M- mentioned, but anything specific post-Return of the Jedi, after episode 6, pre-episode 7 that you would like to see? Serious answer. Because I see the face.
1: Where did Poe Dameron come from?
0: Uh, well, when a man loves a woman. Stop it. <laughs> um, no, his parents were actually in, uh, the Battle of Endor. Um, I believe she was a pilot, and he was a ranger. So he was on Endor uh, as a part of Han's dis- dispatchment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, uh, yeah, he came along not after, and his parents were uh, believers of the Force and, and its influence and whatnot. And I believe uh, his mom even went with Luke on an adventure to rescue a Force tree at some point. Save the trees.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: Uh, just the Force Ones. Just um, the Force
1: Ones.
0: But it'd be interesting to see that feature. Like, not necessarily that story, but to see his parents show up, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Since we know they were around in that period, and that'd be a wonderful little connection of... Wait, Damron, I know that name. <gasps> they birthed a beautiful baby boy.
1: Didn't they? Oscar Isaacs. <laughs> beautiful man.
0: He's all right. I, for one, think he, he looks much better when he's covered in purple makeup as, uh, uh, what's his name? Apocalypse? Yeah. In he was, X-Men.
1: He was Apocalypse?
0: Yes. In, uh, X-Men, uh, X-Men Apocalypse.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. Nobody knew. He was He looked like Ivan Ooze. <laughs> like, seriously. I didn't know until somebody pointed it out, and I'm like, all of a sudden, you see this, like, five 5'2 um purple man walking around with um uh magneto and it's just like alright yeah, okay. sure <laughs> this is a more subverted expectation casting than uh bane uh you know Tom Hardy. Oh, Batman <laughs> It's just like
1: Where's my cup Batman Oh Batman
0: <laughs> You've woken the cat.
1: But <laughs> Piglet Piglet
0: She's like, I don't know you. Crazy lady,
1: you were merely uh, you merely adopted the cat bed. I was born into
0: it. You were born in a cat bed. I
1: was, I had a rough childhood.
0: <laughs> what Bane did have a rough childhood?
1: I was born in it.
0: <laughs> no more cup for you. <laughs> um, all that, I guess, that, all that, all that to say, there's a, a lot of realm for exploration. I'd love to see. Laura Santeca's story would be interesting, which we get a little bit in the comics, mm. but I'd love to see, and this I I wish Mark Hamill was younger so it could work, but like seeing him Ooh. meet Luke Skywalker
1: yeah.
0: and such, it, but that's the thing, it's post-Return of the Jedi. That could be five months after or ten years later, you know, it it could really be anywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, It'd be interesting whether or not it features familiar faces or not. Um, whether or not we do see some resistance folks, we could maybe see, uh, Hux's dad. Um, uh, does anybody
1: up. really want to see Hux's
0: dad? Well, he was kind of important to the start of the first order. So it'd be a nice little nod of, Oh, that's where the little ball of dung comes from. It's <clears throat> just little ginger dung. Um, no, he's precious. Is he? In, in his own way.
1: He's a Weasley.
0: <laughs> he is. Uh, every ginger's a Weasley.
1: My time has come.
0: <laughs> um, Hogwarts! But, uh, yeah, the, the interesting thing and also the difficult thing about all of these are the lack of details. Um, but it's definitely fun to kind of guess and theorize and think, what could it be? Um, and so we definitely encourage you guys to join in on that fun of theorizing, uh, just do it responsibly. Um, don't get too attached to the ideas because like we said in the beginning, none of ours are probably right. Um, as great as our ideas are, obviously, you know,
1: like I'm just throwing stuff out
0: (laughs) clearly. Um, but as great as our ideas are, they're probably all wrong. Um, but that's part of the fun of it is thinking what could it be? And knowing that there's so much potential and possibility in the future of Star Wars is exciting, Uh, you know, again, that we get to be a a part of this time of Star Wars. It's time to be alive. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's cheesy, but it's true. Like, for Star Wars sake, it's so so crazy to think that we're in uh, a very flooded uh, time of Star Wars. Just so much Star Wars. Yeah. To love and appreciate and enjoy.
1: We are absolutely blessed to have the opportunity to be burned out by Star Wars. Right. Let's be real.
0: Right. My generation was the generation that got sick of Star Wars. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and Ryan Johnson actually has a funny quote. Not what's well, not funny. It's it's a it's a nice quote um, where he talks about that. And he's like, you know, Star Wars is only going to get old when it becomes this museum you roll out every year for a cash grab. Yeah. But as long as it's a so a story. Of adventure and fun and and new, something new and different, then it's always going to be enjoyed.
1: That being said, stop making Indiana Jones movies, please. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> well, no, just make Indiana Jones movies with Alden.
1: Make Indiana Jones movies, but better.
0: Because like
1: no more no more Christi- crystal crystal skull, please.
0: Harrison Ford barely survived the set of Force Awakens.
1: Harrison Ford barely survived the set of the first um, Indiana Jones
0: movie. Yeah, so... Uh,
1: there's, like, every movie he's ever been on. There's a Harrison Ford almost died story.
0: Well, I feel like it's just gonna be like Steven Spielberg's gonna come up to him and be like, okay, Harrison, we're gonna just have you stand there and then we'll do everything else with CG. Yeah. But there's no set. Everything CG. Yep. We don't want anything falling on you. <laughs> no, and no planes. Please.
1: Oh... My Will there be
0: gosh. snakes? CGI snakes. <laughs>
1: Why it have to be it's, snakes? Like, it's
0: like uh, it's like Wolverine Origins. Everything CGI. Oh,
1: nope.
0: Where's my claws? You don't get them. They're CGI. We'll do it later. Stop
1: mentioning that movie.
0: <laughs> it's like where's my mouth?
1: Stop <laughs> mentioning uh, that pile of heaping garbage.
0: It had a couple moments.
1: It yeah. has. It had moments.
0: It yeah. Yeah, admit.
1: It had seconds.
0: It had seconds of goodness. But it had something. Boop.
1: <laughs> Don't patronize me. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, we definitely hope that uh we get to hear from you guys on uh Twitter, Facebook, whatever you choose to use, maybe even Patreon, whatever. Yeah. Um you Talk know to us. let us know what you think uh what Ryan Johnson's working on, what's Benioff and Weiss working on, what's John Favreau working on. Uh, what could it all be? Um, it's definitely fun to think about. And um, it's, uh, yeah, what just, yeah. what a wonderful time of Star Wars uh, that we get to be partakers of. Yeah. So,
1: What are you working on? Have you done your homework? We're very concerned about you.
0: <laughs> get to it, Billy. Um, and in the meantime, uh, while you finish your homework, we will uh, get on the dusty trail until the dusty. next show. Uh, Tomorrow we've got Clone Wars, and then Friday we've got another Q&A, and then that's week two of Nerd Herder. So it's already almost over. Halfway there. Halfway there. Hump day! Uh, So hopefully this has helped Uh. you get through your hump day. Uh, But until next time, this has been your herd leader, John Wayne.
1: This has been your herd mom, Megan.
0: And may the Force be with you.